Kristen, and you're listening to Podcast and Amplify, a podcast for women entrepreneurs who want to amplify their voice and brand through podcasting and grow a wildly successful business. I'm the executive producer and host of two shows and an entrepreneur, and I love helping women grow their visibility, mindset, and business to the next level. Each week, I share tips on how to launch and leverage your podcast, and I'm bringing on the very best business leaders to give you advice on how to build your business empire. Let's amplify your voice and business. Welcome back to Podcast and Amplify. I'm super excited to be talking with Tiffany today. So Tiffany and I met Oh, probably a few months ago on a networking thing. And then we connected over the fact that, well, we connected. And then we discovered that we have basically two of the same cats. (laughs) She has this little gray striped one and black one. I have a little gray striped kitty and a black one. Um, So that was just kind of like sealed the deal of like, oh, I think we're meant to just connect here. Um, But besides our shared love of kitties, Tiffany is a fabulous brand coach. She's a strategist. She is a speaker. And she believes that every woman has the power to ditch brand uncertainty and overwhelm and become the branding business boss that lies within her. I mean, how lovely is that? And she also has like almost a decade of experience um, and a bachelor's of science degree in graphic and web design, which actually I've worked with a lot of designers. I didn't know that was a degree, like that was a, yeah, I didn't, that's probably my ignorance and we can edit this out, but that's super cool. Um, A little like feather in your cap. So Tiffany really like knows what she's talking about in terms of branding. And that's why I wanted to have her on um, and to talk about how do you become just more confident and gain more clarity around your branding in general, and then especially when you're pivoting. So welcome, Tiffany. Is there anything that I missed? No, you did not. That was an awesome intro. Thank you. Uh, Yes, graphic and web design is a degree. You are not the only one who did not know my mom did not know when I was in the service and called her. I was like, hey, I don't think I want to be an attorney anymore. Like, that's the path I was headed down. I think I want to design logos for a living. And she's like, okay, can you get paid for that? Like, are you going to be calling me for money? Is this is a starving artist type thing. <laughs> I love mom was like, how is this going to impact me? That was the first question because it was just the call of, I think I want to make this leap. Should I do it? And the first question literally was like, how is this going to impact my life? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Very, your mom's a very smart woman. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's j- dive into, I know you help women like gain that clarity or, and confidence around their branding. What are some things that can kind of lead to entrepreneurs sort of losing that confidence and kind of hitting those stumbling blocks? Yeah. So um I'd say for this, I'd probably use like mainly my story, but some things that I see often are, let's say you start as kind of that single solopreneur that it's literally just you, you are the business. Um, And then you grow, you grow into maybe just a small team and you have a team of people who are all integral to the business. Um, It can be a little bit of a clarity challenge uh, when you're still kind of gaining, still pushing all your messaging towards being that solopreneur. Um, So that's one way, or just even 
you still are doing things in the business like you don't have a team. Um, so that's one way I'd say that people can lose clarity. Um, another would be like you talked about the pivot. So in my career, I've done, I was a freelancer for a while, just doing graphic design. I did some web design. I had a branding and marketing agency. In all of those pivots, there was a bit of clarity that was lost. So I'd say that like kind of pivoting your services or even just that niching down of um, like when I started, I thought maybe I'll just work with women. And then I niche down a little bit more to women who um, are service-based. So, and then I niche down a little bit more into like service-based, but then also they have to have a personal connection. So those are ways it's, um, like I said, it's at first just kind of the business grows over time and it changes some as far as your team, um, just changing a pivot, changing completely what you do, or even just kind of getting a little bit more refined or niche down in what it is you're offering. Yeah, and I think there those are really common ways that people can kind of lose that. Like, well, wait, I thought I had my messaging, but now I'm a little uncertain about it. And so then on the flip side, how in your work, how do you help, you know, people who are in this space um, overcome that and and feel more confident about whether it's transitioning or whether it's just like you or sounds like in your story, really niching down and getting clear. Um, so I would say it always, I always take it back to a few things. So first going back to like, what is their mission? That's something I have all of my clients work on, um, is we start with like, what is it that you do? So even if you have a mission statement, even if you have an idea of what your mission is, it's just doing some like work around kind of the different elements that go into that. Like, what kind of impact do you want to have? What's your why or that purpose behind what you do? Um, so I'd start there, the mission, and also with evolutions of businesses or really any changes, what does the vision for the business look like now? Because whether it's changing in the team, whether it's changing in what you offer, whether it's just going into a completely different industry, your vision of what you want is going to change some. <laughs> so starting people there and really getting down to those two things, it's like those are the foundation and you can build anything off of that. So that's normally how we kind of start to break through and get a little bit more confident. It's like we talk about those things and then we own the transition. I'd say that's the last thing because a lot of times um, I say, especially as creative entrepreneurs or women who are entrepreneurs, we sometimes want to hide all the missteps or the changes. Like if we start to have kind of that imposter syndrome of, am I good enough? Or, you know, um, I know for me, changing so many different types of businesses within a, a time span of about five years, um, I felt like I had an identity crisis. I'm like, I, I don't even know if I should be an entrepreneur. Like, I don't even know what I want to do. I then found people like me who were like, oh yeah, like I started in wedding planning and now I'm a coach. And it's like, okay, how do you go from wedding planning to coaching? So it's like owning that transition and understanding that Every single thing that you do, it plays into that end picture. So you were gaining experience along the way that you may not have even realized. I absolutely love that owning the transition because you're so right. There's a little bit of like, can be like shame around, oh no, I'm changing my message or, oh no, I'm going to try this thing. And maybe it's the third thing, the fourth thing, but like really uh, leaning into the fact that it's all an evolution and that's okay. Um, and actually it's probably what's getting 
helping us get better and helping us work towards the place that we probably should be. Um, so I, I really love that taking that, that, um, very empowered approach to, uh, yeah, I'm changing my, my message and that's perfectly okay. Um, so for people who are kind of like stuck in the middle of it right now, like someone listening, who's like, I'm stuck in this evolving space, transitioning space. Do you have any tips for how they can get unstuck and gain that clarity. I know you mentioned um, starting with the why and really focusing on what you do. Um, are there any like are there exercises or journaling or anything like that that you recommend that people try to just move them through, move them through to like the other side or to, to an action that's going to help them get through it? So an exercise that I actually love for that, um, it's kind of the start of that mission and vision work that I talked about, is I have uh, my clients do a vision forecast that they then turn into a vision board. So that's- Oh, I love that. That's like what I had to do when I, um, at the start of this year, when I was like, what is it that I want to do? And I decided to really go just full force ahead with coaching. I sat down and I thought about, okay, Tiffany, like what kind of life do you want to live? Like, what do you want to do every day with your people? What kind of service do you think you want to offer? Um, even just what kind of impact do you want to have? Um, what do you want your day to be like? That was for me, because I had a lot of hangups um, with my previous business of it's like, I felt like I had to do so many things I did not want to do because it's like, that's entrepreneurship. And it's like, I really don't want to do that anymore. Like I get, I may have to start there if it's just me, but eventually I want to start handing these things off. So it's like my vision board. I have like, I want a virtual assistant one day. I, you know, I want to hand off my accounting. I want to hand off onboarding, things like that. So I would say just taking it back to like, what is it? If you are unclear, maybe start with making a list of like what you aren't happy with. Cause that's kind of how I started. Like, this is what I'm not happy with. This is what I don't want to do. What don't you want to do? Yeah. Like if entrepreneurship is going to be just all these things, I don't want it. Like I'll go find a job. I'll go do something else. Um, so I'd start there. And then once you have written out kind of all that stuff of like, you, you can even write like, I don't want to be stuck on what my message is. Like I, I want to know who my idol client is. Like that's when you start after that, I transitioned into, okay, what are the things that you want? and then create a vision for what that looks like. Um, so some, some markers that I always have my clients do for their visions are I have them do six months from now, like six months after coaching, what do you want that? What do you want uh, things to look like? Do a year and then do three years. And so here's the reason for this. Um, the reason why I start with six months is because a lot of times when people do like vision boards or things, it's like they think, so far into the future where they sometimes have a hard time thinking like, what do I even want that to look like? I used to, I used to do it in the reverse, like go three, one, and then six. I'm like, no, I'm going to start here. So doing six months, it's able, it helps people think about like, what are the daily things you're dealing with that you want to resolve? So what are some daily challenges that you're like, I want these things resolved in six months. Then from then at the year part, you can kind of start thinking more about growth. So it's like you've resolved those daily challenges. Now we're moving to, okay, how do you want this thing to grow as far as your business, your dream? How do you want it to grow? And then three years, it's kind of like, 
the full combination of um, like your future self. Uh, so I remember this, this is still on topic, but uh, it's a little bit weird of a uh, illustration. So I remember Matthew McConaughey, this was a few years ago, he won an Oscar. And so in his speech, he talked about people would always ask him like five years ago, you know, what, you know, like, what do you want to, what do you want life to be like? Like, who do you want to be five years ago? And his answer was always, he wanted to be him, whatever that looked like five years ago. Cause it'll always be like, who do you look up to? Who do you want your career to be like? It's like, no, I want it, I want it to be like me. <laughs> like, and so it kind of challenged him to think, what does that look like? So that's kind of what the, the vision forecast and vision boarding, a vision forecast is really just listing out everything. So taking the time to work through questions like what kind of impact do I want to have? Who do I want to be working on, working with? What do I want to be working on? Um, how do I want to be spending my days? And then like the vision board is more of, it's that visual element of you have all the, you brainstormed everything out. Now, what does that look like? Do you ever get resistance from people around wanting to do that? Yes. <laughs> so I get, um, I'd say I get resistance on almost every exercise I have clients do. We'll get back to the show in just a moment, but I wanted to take just a few seconds to invite you to the free workshop that I created. It's called the three secrets to starting your successful podcast. Now it's all about helping you to start your dream podcast so that you can share your voice and expand your business. If you want to join, just go to explorerandyou.com. It's totally free. All right, friend, back to the show. So it does not every client, um, not all throughout, but at the beginning, there's always that resistance. I actually have a client that I still work with um, and I'll assign something to her. And so she always, this is always the response that I get. I don't want to do it, but I'm going to do it because I already know <laughs> that like you're going to be right in the end. So I'm just going to get it out. and. I might not like it, but I also know I'm going to be really good at it by the end of it. So I do actually get, um, most times people want a vision board where I get the resistance is like when I start getting into like those deep digging questions of like, what do you mean? What kind of impact do I, do I want to have? Like, I don't know. It's like, okay, well, I need you to think about that. Um, I ask people like, what kind of clients do you want to work with any year? And so I can get resistance there because it's just like, I can't even get people to like and to answer my like my my CTAs or my sales pitches. What do you mean? Like I can't even wrap my head around the idea of I get to select people in the future. So um, I get resistance, but we always work through it. I'm always big on what is it that you know like my client needs. What do they need to hear? How I'm quick to change exercises up to. So just because I've done it one way for the five previous clients, I will change over the six if it's just not working, where it's like, okay, how can we do this where it benefits you? Yeah, I love that you're you're flexible and kind of able to meet your clients where they're at. And it sounds like um, when you do get that resistance that there is trust built that, you know, it will be a, a worthwhile exercise in the end. I asked you about resistance because I, for a long time, had a lot of resistance around writing those things, doing the visioning um, and thinking forward, I guess, felt hard for me. Envisioning something that I couldn't really see yet was hard for me, but, and you, you know, it sounds kind of simple, but it's like so powerful to do those things. Um, and it's so 
it's such a great exercise because it is when you envision yourself doing something, you are so much more likely to, to get there, right? Which is probably what Matthew McConaughey was talking about, right? Of just like envisioning himself, probably winning the Oscar or being that person, right? That he was he was wanting to be eventually. So I think that's a great and hard let's just be honest, like it can be really hard exercise to do to get unstuck, but so worth it, like 100%, like going to move you through that, that stuck um, space. So thank you for sharing that. Um, I wanted to ask you for because we want to take advantage of your like branding genius. What's one tip that you can give us for attracting like the dream clients that we, you know, will write about in our vision that we want to work with through your branding, something that people listening today can, can, can implement. Be the person that your dream client wants to work with. And so what I mean by that is I don't want you to change who you are. I don't want you to be something that you're not. It's kind of similar to that vision idea, like envision who that person is and then be your best version of that person. Oh, that's powerful. <laughs> oh, thank you. But I, so I did that in my own business. So something um, that I do, I can't reveal like what it is, but I uh, give my clients a gift at the end of coaching that they're not expecting. Um, I actually sent out my first two that will arrive on Monday. And one of the reasons that I do that is because when I was kind of envisioning what that person looked like, when I uh, envisioned like, this is the kind of coaching business that I want to have. I was like, well, that coach sends gifts. Like that coach sends a party gift that their client, you know, that um, their client may not know about. So, you know, like I have all these dreams in my head of like what that looks like. What that looked like realistically right now was me painting cardboard boxes <laughs> to ship them out and like doing everything by hand. And my husband was just like, "Are you planning to do this for everyone?" And I'm like, "For right now, yes." But eventually comes the nice, pretty packaging that's been ordered and everything else like that and maybe assembled somewhere else um but that's what I mean it's like envision what that think about what it is that your idol client needs think about who that person is and then find your way to fill that slot so for me transparency is something that my idol client needs they need to feel like they understand me and I understand them it's similar to that idea of the trust that you said that is built up they need, you know, they need to feel that trust. How I do that trust is I am very um, open on my social media. Today, I did a home office tour as my post. So I, you I know, saw that and I was very jealous of your office. <laughs> Thank you. How fabulous it is. <laughs> but so, you know, for some coaches, that's every single post is a personal post. For me, it's once a month. Like that's all, that's right. all like I can give you because realistically education is, you know, what I push and even in my office door, if you read the caption, it was still educational. I explained why I set my office up the way that I did and how it played into the bigger topic that I was talking about. But that would be my advice of attracting your dream client is there's a saying my mom used to say, and it was a popular saying, and I remind myself of this in different instances. As a kid, she used to always tell me, um, she would call me Tiffy, like, Tiffy, if you want to have friends, you have to be friendly. Like, in order to have friends, you have to be friendly. So I will take that and move forward with, if you want to work with your dream client, you have to be a person that your dream client wants to work with. So whatever version of that looks like right now, so if it's like me, where you're painting cardboard boxes in your house, 
and putting, you know, ordering all the different stuff off of Amazon to put together this little package. That's what it looks like right now. Or it might just be you're going live and doing a Q&A. Or, you know, you just figure out what it is that your ideal client needs to hear, like what's missing. And like, yes, you can look to the gurus and the people that you look up to. And you're like, man, I really want to be like that person. But figure out what your version of that is today and just be that. I love it. And I like that we came full circle back to your mom (laughs) and her wisdom. Um, I love that. If you want friends, you have to be friendly. Um, And yeah, that's such great advice. And you know, I, there are so many times when we were talking there where I'm like, I need to take notes. (laughs) I'm like, no, no, you're interviewing this person. You can't take notes. Um, but I'll do that for the show notes for everyone else. I'll um, write down the the key takeaways. But um, this has been really helpful. And I think that you kind of dropped a lot of really good nuggets for people um, wanting to just work through their branding and um, just feeling like that confidence and getting to that that clear place of just owning owning where they're at owning their uh, messaging messaging that they're putting out in the world so thank you so much for coming on and speaking with me no no it was so fun thank you for having me if you love today's episode please subscribe so you don't miss a show and rating and reviewing this podcast is the best way to help support us Always remember your voice and what you have to offer is needed in the world. Until next week, take care.